Welcome to the No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Training Podcast for serious-minded, deep-thinking, career-oriented network marketing pros who are sick of the fluff and appreciate the truth. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Now here's your host who has produced over 200 hours of real-world training for the industry, 30-plus years network marketing pro, Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to the No Fluff Podcast. This session, I want to share with you what I sincerely believe is the most important entrepreneurial trait from this point in time in history moving forward. And it really encompasses a couple of things, but the bottom line is it's your ability to focus on the activities that will move your life your business, and your team forward. Now, with that said, there's no question that the most important trait in history, uh, the most important entrepreneurial trait is having a clear vision of where you're going. I mean, that always will be the most important entrepreneurial trait. But I'm assuming those that are listening to this podcast already understand that wisdom. You know, as Earl Nightingale told us about in the 60s in the audio recording, The Strangest Secret, you know, the people that know where they're going, have it written down and work daily towards goals, accomplish more than the people that don't, period, end of story. Uh, Until you know why you're doing what you're doing, the how doesn't matter. So many times people start looking for different methods and tricks and hacks and tips and the bottom line is they don't that why they what, what are you trying to do well i just want to have success okay what is success well i just want to make more money how much more money i want to drive another car what kind of car you got to get clearly defined on what you're doing why you're doing it or are you wasting your time but today with social media with uh so many different people and ideas and advertising trying to get our attention all day, every day, the most important character trait, the most important entrepreneurial trait, in my opinion, from this point on in history, because of the time we're in and because of technology, is the ability to focus on the activities that will move your business, your life, and your team forward. If you don't know where you're going, uh, any road will take you there. And I want to share with you what I believe, again, to be the most important entrepreneurial traits that must be developed from this point forward in history. Uh, It's focus, and then it also encompasses appreciation of time and understanding what we call the long game, the long game. Uh, And I'm going to share with you three concepts in this session that I really hope will bring you some value. You know, at the time of this recording, I'm behind uh, on my podcast this was supposed to have been done two days ago, but, you know, we right now in our businesses, uh, we got, this is our busiest, busiest time of the year. At this time, uh, you know, we are just busy, busy. Um, we have a business called Merry Collector, many of you know, uh, which is all around Christmas. Hallmark, Department 56 ornaments. We buy collections and resell them and uh it's just crazy. And, you know, Don and I are both are, start, are trying to help our support staff out this time of the year with customer service and, 
And it's just, it's a crazy, crazy time of the year. I mean, we just orders, boom, another order, boom, but another order, boom. It's just constant, which is great. And we're not compa- complaining. And then we also have Wildcat Gifts, and this has been our busiest season since we started that. Uh, again, our, that's our e-commerce store. Uh, I, I'm doing all the content. I'm putting that together for the 27% success system, which I am beyond fired up about. But I need to have an, another month done before we shut it down for Christmas. And so we got that. And then we, had, we made another major, major business move uh, that I won't get in today. So we're dealing with a lot of stuff this week, as all of us always do. We all have a lot going on, sometimes a lot more than other times. But that's why it's so important that you have to learn to run when you can run, ladies and gentlemen, because you can't always run. Life happens. Things come up. You have to get in the routine and the rhythm of learning how to use your time as wisely as possible, accomplish as much as you can every single day, and run when you can run. Run when you can run. So people ask me a lot of questions, you know, and they'll say, Dale, how, how do you operate so many businesses? And for me, it's this, the answer is always the same. Number one, I've got an awesome wife and partner. I mean, she's the best. We're, we, we work really good together. It's tough at times because we, we work together every single day. You know, we have a, a great staff uh, that we're very proud of, really good people that are honest and that we can depend upon. Uh, I think for me personally, I don't know if this was developer, it's always been there, but I have the ability to uh, compart- compartmentalize projects in my mind you know to separate it into different compartments within my mind the different businesses you know any given day i may be talking to eight to ten different clients vendors about our businesses and you know i'll be on the phone with one and then i go to another that's you know completely different luckily most of our our focus is around the network marketing business model and that's um Primarily, the people that I'm communicating with on a daily basis uh, are in that the network marketing business model. That's our bread and butter. But again, this time of the year, Mary Collector kicks in, and you know we all have to pitch in and help out and do what we can do. But I believe most of your team members, if you stop and think about this, most of them live daily in a state where their emotions dictate their actions all day, every day. Most people live in a state where where their emotions are dictating their actions all day, every day. That's most of the people on your team. You know, and unfortunately, a lot of times people on your team that want to do better, that want to build a business, that want to create customers, that want to create extra income for their family, they're consumed being jacked around by their emotions and consumed with fear of failure, fear of rejection, and fear of what somebody else is going to think about. And, you know, learning to control our thoughts and our emotions is a very, very important. It's really critically important, as we talked about. Some of you may have heard over at MLMSuccess.com, that podcast. It's on iTunes and Stitcher, but also at MLMSuccess.com. And in session 109, we talked about, about last week, I think, the only way to conquer fear. 
And if your team members haven't heard that, that would be an excellent session for them to listen to. Because number one thing we have to do, if we're going to stay focused, it's hard to stay focused when you're afraid. Like if you don't want to jump in the pool, you're not going to learn how to swim. And that that not being focused, a lot of times this is just a distraction to avoid fear. And in our business and in life, most people are consumed, again, with fear of failure, fear of rejection, fear of what somebody else is thinking about them. So that would be number one. Help yourself if you need to, but definitely the people on your team conquer fear once and for all. And that, that's a, it's, it's not an instantaneous process, but it can happen over a period of time by developing new brain cell patterns as we talk about in Again, Imam Success 109. Most entrepreneurs listen to any. No, this is number two. Number two. Most entrepreneurs listen to anyone they know, like, and trust or appear sincere. Most entrepreneurs listen to anyone that they know, like, and trust or appear sincere. Jim Rohn told us. Never mistake sincerity with truth because some people are sincerely wrong. Uh, this week I was going through, I had to do some some investigation and looking at some things. I was putting together a program and I was watching people and they were talking about building a team and they were telling, you know, everybody keep it, keep everything high and tight, go as Sponsor as many frontline as you can, 30, 40, 50 people. Uh, keep everything high and tight. And, you know, don't build in depth. Don't stack. Blah, 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 blah. And it was just ludicrous information. It was not right. I sincerely believe this guy was was doing it just out of ignorance, not knowing any better. Uh, that's what I believe. But, but I'm thinking to myself, surely someone in his upline can get a hold of him and say something different. However, the thought did occur, well, yeah, if, you, if everybody does what you're telling them to do, then everything's going to be closer to you and closer in your pay line, and you'll make more money. But is that really the best way to build the team, the way you're trying to explain to people that the team needs to be built in the in the Answer was absolutely positively no. So I don't know sometimes if it's just ignorance or it's just greed, but the amount of misinformation in the marketplace is astounding. And this this gentleman was very sincere, and I believed he believed what he was saying, but it was not true. And as Jim Rohn said, never mistake sincerity with truth because some people are Sincerely wrong. That's why I always say you've got to look behind the curtain. Look at their track record. Look at their track record. Most people listen because they know, like, and trust people or because they listen to be inspired. They want to be inspired or they listen because they have FOMO, fear of missing out. They're afraid if they don't listen to something, they're going to miss something that's going to make all the difference. You know, they're going to miss the foo-foo dust. And I'll tell you what I've learned to do habitually over the years, and it took a long time. 
Uh, many of you know that when I first started, I had the ability and the blessing to be able to listen to audio cassettes eight hours a day, ten hours a day on my at my full-time job, thankfully, because Sony came out with something called a Walkman. And I think in that process of doing that every single day and ordering, you know, hundreds of audio cassettes from leaders, quote unquote, all over the United States and Canada with the company I was went in and some other companies as well, just listening, trying to figure this out and get as much information as I can over time. You start understanding wisdom and basic principles and core fundamentals and that you cannot you cannot get away from because, as I've mentioned many times on this podcast, when a movement gets away from the actions and the foundations that created growth, there's always unintended consequences, which leads to dissipation, which we're in the middle of right now in the network marketing business model. And, and something that I developed over the years, and really, you've never heard me say this, and I've never really talked about it, but I think it's a concept that is worth sharing, and it is number two, the, the, the second idea concept that I want you to at least think about, because I think it will serve you well, is tip number two is learn how to listen to eliminate. Listen to eliminate. You know, I'm absolutely amazed at the number of people that spend a lot of time, energy and effort listening to people every week that should have been eliminated years ago on their path, on their path to success in this profession. You know, I don't listen for inspiration. I listen for elimination. If it's somebody new, I listen to eliminate them because I don't have time to listen to people that I know. you know, are just misinformed or whatever. I just, I don't, my, I don't have time. And you know what? I don't think you do either. I never said that, the, I, I never have explained the concept I'm calling listen to eliminate, but I really think that's great advice. You know, I really sincerely think that's great advice. And I hope that you don't gloss over that. I hope you'll really, you know, think about that when this podcast is over. Listen to eliminate. Uh, network marketing is full of people that don't know what they don't know. They just don't know what they don't know. It's not that they're bad people. It's not that they're not even sincere people. But as Jim Rohn said, some people are sincerely wrong. And as, unfortunately, in network marketing, we call anybody a leader who has developed a following. And it makes no sense to people in the real world. Real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. So, Dale, who do you listen to? Because people ask me, well, who do you listen to? And honestly, that varies from week to week. Uh, primarily, what I do is I listen to about three to five uh, books on Audible every month. I usually go through a book or two a week. So, primarily, my listening, and I, and I learn, I'm auditory, I learn more from listening. And so I, I listen to about three to five audio books a week or a month. And really the only podcast I listen to religiously, uh, no, no pun intended, but is it's Jensen Franklin, uh, who's a pastor in Georgia, uh, who originally the concept of 
when a movement gets away from the activities uh, that created growth, there's always unintended consequences when shortcuts are implemented. That all came from Jensen originally. Then Larry Thompson heard it. Larry Thompson shared it with Ron Henley. Ron Henley shared it with me, and I haven't shut up about it because it's just truth, man. It's just so powerful. And then I listen to Andy Stanley. I like John Maxwell. Um, from time to time, I'll, I'll try to catch Tom Ziegler, Zig's son's podcast, and some other motivational type podcast and spiritual growth podcast. I don't really even listen to any podcast from any network markers except uh, Chuck Holmes. Uh, I, I like Chuck. I listen to Chuck when I can. Chuck was a longtime customer of ours uh, at Network Marketing Support Services for years and years. And uh, I remembered seeing his name. And then uh, somewhere I saw it recently and then I connected with him a few months ago. Uh, just through Facebook. I want to get him on the phone. I'd like to spend some time with him at some point. But he's one of the top, if not the top, money earner for a company called Regina Life. And I just love his no-nonsense, very systematic approach to building his team and developing leaders. And that's the focus of helping people grow, learn, develop, become all they can become, uh, providing awesome directional leadership, and he and my buddy Will Sanders and some of their top leaders over there are just doing a great job and doing it the way it needs to be done. So from time to time, you know, I, I'll try to catch what they're doing. And uh, sometimes, you know, people send me a text and say, Chuck was talking about you today. So I'll try to catch those episodes when I can. But that's it. You know, and some of you are probably saying, well, Dale, what about this guru or what about that guru? And, you know, I've said it many times. I, I just I know too much. I know the backstories. And most anybody that people mention to me, uh, I eliminated years ago, years ago. And I appreciate it when listeners share with me people I should connect with, because a lot of times it helps. And that's where I really get you know, some good books. And, and I appreciate when people say, Dale, you'll enjoy this. And, uh, and I, I get a lot of my reading and my listening from our listeners on these podcasts. So I appreciate that. But for me, my time's too valuable as is yours. And I don't, you know, I don't listen to people that are just trying to teach you how to build teams when, when they've never done it. And, you know, there's some well-known gurus in today's space simply got in the pocket or climbed on the back of a real leader. And, and if they hadn't, they, had, they would have never made a nickel in this profession if they hadn't climbed in somebody else's back pocket. And most of you know who they are. I certainly do. And it's like when, when they just blatantly tell people what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. Oh, I'm going to show you how to sponsor 30 distributors in 30 days and blah, blah, blah. And it's not true. Then you don't have to you, 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 you lie to me once or twice. And that's about it. You know, I don't have any time after that because there's too many really good people that I can really learn from that teach truth and wisdom. And those are the people that I want to connect with. You know, I think about uh, Bernadette Michael, who's also a listener of this podcast, member of the training club. 
And she told me, get, sent me the quote from Fernita Tate that you guys have heard on this podcast. I'll quote this hopefully the rest of my life. I love it. It's one of the strongest quotes I've ever heard. You know, don't resell the lies you bought, affiliate marketers. Obliviate them so no one else gets a hold of them and unlearn them and re-educate yourself and then teach what is true. I love that quote. And again, I would have never seen it, never heard it if it wasn't for one of our training club members, uh, Bernita. So that's where I live because people always want to ask me, well, Dale, what do you listen to? What do you do? What do you? That's where I live. My time, my ears. I'm careful who, who I give my ears to. So that's, you know, and, and the people that listen to me today, it's really funny. Uh, the majority of people that listen to me today and I mean, are plugged in and they're, they're locked in, uh, where they came from. Because years ago I did a weekly YouTube show. Uh, it was called the MLM minute and I didn't know it was a YouTube show and I really never paid any attention to it. I didn't pay any attention to the followers. I, I never said, please subscribe to my channel, blah, blah. I never did that. You know, I think if you're providing enough, and, and again, I'm not saying it was right or wrong. It was wrong. It was wrong from a marketing perspective. But I always felt like, look, if the information is strong enough and it makes an impact on people, the right people are going to tune back in, and, and that's all you're really looking for anyway. The people that are looking for foo-foo dust aren't going to listen to Dale Calvert very long. So, uh, you know, I would rarely even mention any of our products. Uh, I might talk about, you know, local MLM leads, that that's that product from time to time or something, but never talk about products. Never was I was not trying to build a following or get subscribers. Never even thought about it. Never even occurred which is kind of embarrassing to say that in, to, in this day and age, but that's where I was coming from. It was really just an idea that Sean Wise, who worked for me at the time, had. He said, Dale, you should do something every, every week on YouTube. So we started doing it. It was his idea. He said, you get all these questions in, in, in your email and you're asking, you know, it seems like you keep at, answering all these questions. You should just do a video every week. So he got it all set up, and it was Sean's idea uh, Lord rest is so some of you know Sean uh, was on his way to church had a brain aneurysm uh, they found his car rode off the road in the creek and he passed away it's been several years ago now but he was one of my first guys that worked that worked with us at Calvert Marketing Group one of our first web guys and at that time we we, we weren't focused at all in, on network marketing when we did the MLM minute every week and you know we sold our products and services our courses but it wasn't with the passion and the focus that we're doing it today um, you know we were at that time we were you know building websites out and flipping them and selling them and a lot of other fun projects but you know he, he, it was again his idea he said they'll you get these questions, make an MLM minute. So that's what we did. Um, the emails that I get today, more than any other, are people that say, you know, Dale, I was listening to your MLM minute every week. And, you know, then I got sidetracked and I bought the foo-foo dust and I got in, you know, my lead system pro or whatever that blogging platform was. And then, 
you know, I, I drank the Kool-Aid and, you know, this guru sprinkled foo-foo dust on me. And, but now I'm back and I only listen to you. Every, every week. Now I'm back and I only listen to you. And it's sad to me that people have to go through the foo-foo dust and, you know, look behind the curtain once or twice before they really figure out what's going on and who they should be listening to and who can really sincerely help them. But I guess it's just part of the way people are. It's just part. And see, I well, Dale, why didn't that happen for you? And it's like, okay, when I heard Jim Burt uh, talk about leadership development business, it was like, you know, boom. Now, for three years, though, I'm listening to everybody that I can listen to. I'm listening to as many people as I can. But really, after a while, I got to where I'm, I'm listening to eliminate them. As I talk, I think I talked about that. You know, I did this week in the MM Success podcast. It's worth listening to. That was a good session. It's called the Marshmallow Method or the Marshmallow Experiment is the name of it. Go check that out. It's short. It's good. It's worth leaders should hear it. But anyway, um, but once I heard Jim Burke, it's like this guy understands things at a level nobody else I've heard, and he gets it. And the next 200 audios I heard were all from different recordings that he had done all over the country and had been recorded at live events. And that's all I listened to after that. It was just Jim Burke as it related to network marketing. Sure, I had a lot of motivational audios from Jim Rohn and Zig and Les Brown and so on and so forth. But as far as how to build a network marketing team, this guy's in a class by himself and I didn't listen to anybody else. And I guess everybody has to go through that process, and, and that's fine. And some and some people may end up somewhere else. But right now, I know a lot of people that are listening to this podcast, and are members of the are joining the training club and that type of thing are people that heard me originally maybe ten, fifteen years ago when I was recording the MOM minutes on YouTube. I shouldn't have even called it a YouTube show. It was just okay, Dale. We got to do our MOM minute today. And that was all that was, but that's where a lot of people originally heard me and now now thankfully have stayed involved in the profession and are coming back and listening to this podcast and other things. And I'm very appreciative of that. So I believe de developing the habit of listening to eliminate will serve you well in a market where everybody's trying to get your attention. You know, there's so much fabulous information available um, brain cell development, programming your mind, emotional intelligence, a lot of, you know, uh, in every aspect of your life. There's so much awesome information that's available to all of us that I believe developing the habit of eliminating will become more and more valuable in the future. And the sooner you start eliminating, the better. You know, uh, every year about this time, I send out uh an email to our entire email list and say, please, and I say, please unsubscribe. And I'm just reminding them that this is the time of the year where I personally go in and start unsubscribing from as many emails as I possibly can. And I let people know, look, if, you, if you're, you're not getting value from the, we don't send that many emails, maybe a couple free a month. But if you're not getting value from the emails that we're sending, then please unsubscribe from my list. 
And I'm comfortable with that. I understand, you know, I want to provide value and life changes. People change. Things change. Things evolve. Same things go forward. Things go backward. So I believe you got to value your time and eliminate the desire for instant gratification. Uh, again, as we talked about in detail in the marshmallow experiment, which is over at MOM Success this week. What I have found in general is most all entrepreneurs are terrible at managing their time and their projects. And some of it becomes for, because of the desire for instant gratification. But a lot of it, you know, simply comes from not really wrapping their mind around the value of their time. And from my perspective, and some of you have seen this very detailed training that I do called the Wheel of Life. You know, we have seven key areas of life, career, financial, family, mental, physical, social, and spiritual. Seven key areas of life. And what I try to always do at any time in my life, uh, I ask myself, is what I'm doing right now empowering me, educating me, in one of these seven areas. And if it's not, why am I doing it? Is it helping me mentally, physically, socially, spiritually with my career, with my finances, finances or with my family? And if it's not in one of those seven areas, then it's probably a waste of time. You know, and you'll notice, you know, watching cat videos on YouTube ain't on the list. Okay, watching cat videos on YouTube ain't on this list. So, there's a time and place for recreation and entertainment. There is. But not every possible minute that you can squeeze out of every day. And it seems like that's what a lot of people do. You know, they're in a job where the boss is going to pay them just enough so they don't quit. And they're going to work just hard enough where they don't get fired. And then when they're not at that job, then they're trying to you know, take care of life responsibilities, but also any any time that they can, they're trying to squeeze out every minute they possibly can of every day for entertainment and recreation and wasting time, wasting time. And again, there's a time and place for that, but most people spend enough time watching TV and uh, on social media uh to create a small fortune over the next couple of years. If they would take away, take that time and focus on finding the right program, developing the right mindsets and just have a little bit more disciplined life because the more discipline ultimately creates freedom. Some of you have been through the neuropsychology of self-discipline. Discipline ultimately creates freedom. It does. And short-term gratification versus long-term discipline is a test that most people fail in all walks of life. You know, Helen Keller said, hell starts when the person you are meets the person you could have become. See, the competition is with ourselves. It's not with our neighbors. And again, we get into that in the, the neuropsychology of self-discipline is part of the Programming Your Mind program that I know many of you have gone through. Uh, programmingyourmind.com before the emails come. 
but most entrepreneurs don't do well with discipline of any kind. They have an abnormal rebellious streak in them, and they don't like to be told what to do. And they just they have an old uh, they have a a large sense of confidence. A lot of entrepreneurs have the confidence that goes with ignorance, and I don't know where that comes from. It's it's not based upon any documentation or track record. It's just I th- they just have a, a belief that they can do it. You know, and I tell you, if you just keep running into the brick wall with your head, uh, your head's going to crack before you knock down the brick wall. I don't care how much belief you have. So you have to have logic and reason uh, combined with with self-confidence. But there has to be some logic and reason behind what you're doing and how you're doing it and why you're doing it. And in today, what we're really experiencing more and more and the research on this is really scary because it's not just kids, it's people of all ages. You know, they put something on social media and then they go back, you know, in 15, 20 minutes and if they don't have a suitable number of likes then they delete it because it, it, it makes them feel bad. Or if they do have, whatever they consider a suitable number of likes, then it releases dopamine in their brain and it creates really an addiction to just putz around on social media and share things so they can get likes. Again, I I see what's happening, but I have a total disconnect with with all that. You know, I just I, I just don't understand it in any way, shape or form. You know, I, I cannot recall ever putting anything on social media and then trying to check to see how many likes it got. I, I don't care. And, and it kind of goes back to the MLM minute. I'm going to say what I need to say. I hope it will fall on ears that can hear and, and it will make impact and make a positive difference in people. But I'm not going to talk just to hear myself talking. I, I, I'm not good at that. I have no doubt desire to do that. But I know that there is this whole dopamine thing that's happening inside, inside some people's minds uh, through social media. It doesn't me. Social media is just a way to get the message in the marketplace and to check on my grandkids. And that's pretty much it. I don't understand anything much beyond that. I, I, I wish I did, but I sincerely don't. You know, and I've exercised off and on for years. I've got to make some changes there in my mindsets. And we are. But, you know, I used to get on a treadmill and and every day for an hour, every morning. But I'm watching uh, training while I'm on the treadmill. You know, I, I watched the great Glenn Turner many, many times uh, while on the treadmill and, and many others, Jim Rohn and Art Williams, and the list goes on and on and on. And I kept waiting for the the dopamine release because people used to say, Dale, if you run, then all of a sudden it's going to release these endorphins and you're going to feel great. And I've tried it. I've swam. I've ran. I've played basketball up and down the court, done everything. I've never had an endorphin release. I I don't from exercise uh, or from social media. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's just, uh, there's something in my system that's not connected that way, but I don't, I, I just don't understand it. I've never experienced it. I understand what they say is happening, but I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And what I just try to do is give everybody the benefit of the doubt until they prove to me that I shouldn't. Unfortunately, some people judge you by the company that you keep. 
And a lot of people, I don't think, really understand that in today's network marketing environment. You know, there's some really scumbags out there that have been proven to be scumbags. Uh, but they're popular scumbags. So, therefore, some people think, well, okay, they're popular so I can hang out with them. Uh, I have a problem with that. And it's probably more my problem than anybody else's, but I just I have a problem with that. I think we are I think I think insightful people uh, judge you by the company that you keep. And I hang out with some people that have made mistakes. Hey, we've all made mistakes. Uh, and we'll freely tell you they've made mistakes. But they aren't liars. They aren't lying to the market, telling people what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them. There's some people in this profession that are all about themselves. They tell newbies what that you know they need. You got to go buy leads if you want to you know build this business. You need to buy leads. Or you need to start a blog, you know, so you can position yourself as a leader and rank up. <laughs> and it's just it's hilarious because we all know that's not true. But and it's like so why are they why are they saying all this? And but it is what it is. We all know who they are. But what we don't realize, I think, is that people really do judge you by the company that you keep. They do. You know, the marshmallow experiment that we talked about uh, on MLM Success this, this week over there at that podcast. You know, the short-term decisions that we make are always wrong. You know, going through fast food restaurant, we all do it, but it's never, it's, it's, a, it's quick and easy, but it's a short-term decision. You know, people that get involved in programs that are obviously money, ga money games for a quick money grab that, and that's all they are, is always a wrong decision. And we can talk about, uh, you know, multiple companies that, you know, whether it's a gold deal or Zeke Rewards or what have you, we've all seen them come and go, and we all knew what they were when they were here. And some people have made that, those decisions, and sometimes they're just honest mistakes, and everybody gets a pass. But if you continue to jump from money game to money game to money game, that tells everybody that really knows what's going on. It spells one word, which is greed. You know, I believe you never try to explain yourself. Your friends don't need an explanation and your enemies aren't going to believe you anyway. But I do believe that everything that we've talked about in this episode really comes down and it affects your focus. It affects your focus. And I think the most important skill moving forward as an entrepreneur from this point on in history is the ability to focus on the things that will move your business and your team forward and your life and the seven key areas we talked about earlier. So I would say, you know, where are you right now? Where are you right now? Where do you really want to go? Who can really help you get there? Who can really help you get there? 
See, there's a lot of people in this profession, they think if they seek help, that's a sign of weakness. And, and people that really understand, understand it's a sign of strength. It's a sign of strength. But be careful who you're seeking help from. I think we all have to think a little bit deeper. We have to understand the importance of time, how valuable it is, and the importance of focusing on the things that we need to be focusing on and ignoring everything else. And, you know, as this time of this recording, we're preparing to start another year. Uh, I hope this year, as you're moving into this, this coming year, and even if you're listening to this, you know, down the road in July, but think about the next 12 months. Think about the next 12 months. How can, what can you do? See, I understand that most of you listening to this, your skill sets, your mindsets, your attitude, everything, you're, you're in the top, you know, top 10% of the people in the world. But the competition is not with other people. It's with yourself. It's about you becoming all you can be and impacting as many people as you possibly can on this journey. That's where real fulfillment comes from in this profession and it really in this life. The competition is always with ourself. How do you really measure today on the instant gratification scale? Do you have a problem with that? Doing activities that provide instant dopamine relief and instant gratification. I don't know. Some entrepreneurs, many do. But something to think about. How are you with your projects and your time management? I mean, I've got a book that should have been written last year. It's the end of this year, and it's not written yet. That's on me. i got to get better. Uh, and we all have to continue to improve and grow and learn and develop and become all we can be. And then I, lastly, where is your focus? How is your focus? Are you done? Have you finished? Have you finished? Are you still at it? Are you spending too much time managing your people and not enough time leading your people? Where are you? Where are you? And to your own self be true. Has your focus in the last two years increased or decreased? Why? Most important question I can end with. Has your focus this last two years increased or decreased? And why? You answer that honestly. And this will be time well spent on this podcast. I appreciate you. Have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. This is Dale Calvert. I'll talk to you next week on another session. Another session of the No Fluff, No Fluff Network Marketing Leadership Development Podcast. Have a great one. Thank you for tuning in to the No Fluff MLM Leadership Training Podcast. To download the show notes for this episode, you can find them under the podcast section at www.mlmhelp.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the teaching is in the words. But the learning is in the silence.